We've just watched this year's Amazon Christmas advert. It features three older ladies sitting on a bench, watching others sledge down the hill. Until one of them, that is, decides to find a way that all of them can join in. She makes a discreet purchase on Amazon, and to the surprise of her friends, she's ordered padded seats for everyone. With a bit of encouragement, they end up comfortably sledging down the hill together, enjoying a moment of shared joy. Now, some of us who are a bit more risk-averse are just happy that they made it to the bottom in one piece. But the message of the advert is nevertheless clear: joy is to be shared. Now, the reason we share this advert is not because this event is sponsored by Amazon. Rather, the coming out of the Christmas adverts are all part of the, you know, the build-up to the festivities, signalling to us that Christmas is just round the corner. And the good adverts, well, they pick up on an aspect of life that we can all connect to. In this case, it's the idea that joy is shared. Sledging, of course, is great fun. But notice that the advert wouldn't work in the same way if you just had one lady sat on a bench, who ordered a padded seat for herself, and then sledged down on her own. It works because there are three of them, so that the moment sledging down the hill is a moment of shared joy. Now I take it that this idea of shared joy is something that we can all relate to. And if it's not sledging, then how about the receiving and giving of Christmas presents? You know, as you unwrap a present, one of the things that you tend to say is, "Look what I got!" It's an invitation for others to come and share in the joy of the gift we've received. Or if we're giving a gift, especially if it's a good one, we want to be there when they unwrap it. To share that moment of joy with them, joy is to be shared. Every carol service, we spend a few moments thinking about the real meaning of Christmas. And let me read again a sentence that comes from our last reading, and it concerns an announcement, as it were, from that very first Christmas. And the angel said to them, "Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, that will be for all the people." Here is an announcement of joy to the world, and notice that this joy comes from God. It's His messenger who announces it. God is the one who is sharing this joy with the world. Now that might be a surprise to you to have the word God and joy in the same sentence. It's not uncommon today for people to think that Christianity is dour and negative. That relationship with God is one of guilt, shame, and disappointment. Yet this announcement is one of joy from God. Well, what's the reason for this joy? Let me read that sentence again and read it 
to the end this time. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord. The reason for the joy is because Jesus Christ has arrived. I wonder if you ever stopped to consider why there are so many Bible readings at a traditional carol service. I mean, we had four readings this evening from uh, Vicky, uh, sorry, Victor, Katie, Kang, and Susie. Well, each of the readings comes from a different stage of God's plan. Now, you might be surprised to learn that God has a plan. Some people like to think of God as a genie in a lamp that we call on when we need help with our own plans. Yet the God of the Bible is the God who has his own plan. And God reveals his plan in different stages. The first three readings were taken from the Old Testament. The last reading from the New Testament. The first three readings concerned the promise of God's plan, whereas the last reading, that concerns the fulfilment of God's plan. The reason then that God shares his joy is because in the arrival of Jesus, his plan for the world is fulfilled. The idea of sharing God's joy then is not simply, you know, come and be happy with God. Rather, this joy is grounded in something concrete, that God's plan is fulfilled in the coming of Jesus. It's something that he's not kept to himself, but shared with the world. Joy is not always shared. When it comes to present opening, we may be disinterested to share in what other people get. Or we may see what they get, but rather than share joy, we may be envious as we desire what they got. I mean, the, the Amazon advert, I mean, it would look quite different if when the first lady had ordered the padded seats, her Amazon delivery was then snubbed by the other two leaving the first lady to sledge down on her own. Well, how necessary is it to share God's joy? Pleasures are not always shared. There is that phrase, each to his own. Is it legitimate not to share God's joy? Well, to answer this question, we need to consider who God is. God reveals himself as the creator, as the one who made the world. And therefore, it belongs to him. We belong to him. His plan for the world is his plan for his world, the world that he owns. His joy is because that plan is now fulfilled in the coming of Jesus. To not share God's joy is to not share God's purpose for the world. 
Now, in one way, that's not a surprise. The reason why Jesus came is because we do not share the values of our Creator. But to continue that way now, but to continue that way, now Jesus Christ has come. Oh, that would be a double slap in the face. A slap against our Creator and a slap against the Saviour. On the other hand, to share God's joy, well, that would involve being aligned with God, to turn from our own plan and align ourselves with his. Before we finish, there is another aspect of the Amazon advert, which is poignant. Notice that the advert isn't simply nostalgic. It's not just three older ladies sitting on a bench, looking back at the joy that they once shared, sledging together. Neither is it them just sledging down the hill, as if it were for the first time. Rather, as they were sledging down the hill, they remembered the joy they had doing this together when they were younger. Joy they once shared continues. The advert ends with them climbing the hill, or starting to climb the hill for another go. And it marks the value of joy shared, not just for a moment, but lasting. Christmas can be a poignant time for us. Joy we once shared with family and friends, we no longer share with them, because they're no longer with us. Earlier we were thinking about why we have so many Bible readings at a carol service. We saw how they represent different stages of God's plan. And we're now in the final stages where God's plan has been fulfilled. But there is something else that we can draw out from these readings, namely the scope of God's plan. God's plan provides us with a perspective bigger than our own lives. His plan is not only cosmic, involving all of creation, but it's a plan that, that spans the ages and will run for eternity. It's ultimately a plan that takes us from creation to a new creation. God's joy, therefore, is not fleeting because his plan isn't. And so if we were to share God's joy, well, that would not be fleeting either. To share in his joy involves not only forgiveness and a fresh start with God, but the certain hope of life together in a renewed creation. Well, no doubt this Christmas, there will be many opportunities to share times of joy with family and friends. You know, we might even get some more snow and get to go sledging. And what we briefly consider tonight is how Christmas is about God sharing his joy with the world. It's the joy grounded in the coming of Jesus who fulfills God's plan. And bearing in mind the sheer scope of God's plan, it's a joy that will last.
Now, with these things said, and uh, the time we spent together tonight, you may like to explore things a bit further. We, as a church, Trinity Church Bradford, would love to help you with that. And we've got a few things that um, uh, we would like to offer. The first is you might like to join our course, The God Who Makes Himself Known, An Introduction to the Bible. This course is all about getting to know God and his plan for the world. The course is made up of seven studies. In each study, we look at a section of the Bible and consider some related questions. And one of the things that you'll find is that the God of the Bible is the God who makes himself known. We're going to be running this course in a new year. If you'd like to join in, then there's some of these postcards on your tables. Uh, by all means, fill one in and then drop it into the welcome team on your way out. It may be that you have questions about whether the Bible is the place to learn about God or whether there even is a God. In which case, you might like to try this book, Reflection Made to be Like Him. In it, the author explores why it is that the God of the Bible is credible. He looks at uh, four um, different areas, love, justice, science and suffering. And in each case, he argues that we can only explain these things because of who God is. Uh, there are some of these books at the back which you can help yourself to. It's also available as an audiobook which you can download from the um, church website. And then finally, you might like to come and join us uh, one Sunday at Trinity Church. We meet every Sunday, 10.30 a.m. at the Midland Hotel in the centre of Bradford. And there are some of these term bookmarks on your tables that you can help yourselves to. And if you do come along, you can be assured of a warm welcome. And also the expectation that central to our meeting will be the reading and study of God's word as we get to know him better. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, in a moment, we're going to sing our next carol, O Come, All You Faithful.